When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Uh, you know the day's not even half over, but there are already some things you need to hear. Good afternoon, happy Friday, and welcome to the Colleen and Bradley Show. My name is Colleen Lindstrom. Oh, wait, no. <laughs> I'm actually Bradley Trainer. Colleen Lindstrom is not going to be with us today. I've locked her in a closet, and uh, that's where she belongs for being a naughty girl. Actually, no, she's uh, at a friend's wedding today. She'll be back on Monday. Joining me today, of course, the lovely Holly Roberts. Hi. Who's pulling some double duty. She's already half in the bag, uh, has been drinking since about 8.30, so good luck. Is all I'm saying. It's going to be a fun one. She's on the buttons. Let's get right to the three at 12.03. Give me three. You got it. It's the three. I'll need three things. At 12.03. Three. That's a magic number. They're going to be talking about three things. Yes, it is. It's the magic number. What does it all mean? And here it is behind door number one. Okay, let's talk about Sarah Gilbert. She was on Roseanne, you know, and she's also on The Talk. I don't know if she's still a regular host on The Talk, but she was on The Talk. She's a regular host. She's also the executive producer of that show. She's just a go-getter. She's a modern Anyway, of course, she's in the reboot of uh, Roseanne, and she got a little teary. She got a little emotional over the success of the new Roseanne. Let's have a listen. I had sort of tears of joy. It was sort of connected to phone calls, but I heard that, you know, the Roseanne premiere did really well. You know, we, you know, you're always nervous before you do something, and we are so grateful to the fans. I mean, it's just unbelievable. But when I was, I was flying on the day of the premiere, and I was kind of watching the clock, like, oh, it's coming on in New York. Oh, it's coming on in Chicago. Chicago. It's coming, right. And when I got to Los Angeles, I was almost home, and I was in the car, and I was just like, Oh, oh my God! It's eight oh one. It's on in Los Angeles. Oh, I just was like, I could cry now. Just oh, thinking, I love it's that. been so many years. Yeah. You know, it's my childhood. Isn't that adorable? So that was uh, Sarah Gilbert. You know, a lot of attention, Holly, ha- uh, has been placed on Roseanne for obvious reasons mm-hmm. regarding her eponymous uh, reboot, uh, the show that made such a a big bang and, and was a hit throughout uh, the end of the 80s and into the well into the 90s. A lot of emphasis is placed on like Roseanne, her politics, like that's where this sort of the focus has been on a lot of the feedback after the premiere of this new series. But I have been thinking a lot this week about people like Sarah Gilbert, about, um, you know, Jonathan Fishman. That's his name, right? About the two Beckys, about uh, Sister Jackie. Um all of the other people who made this show possible, John Goodman, this show isn't just about Roseanne. Um, and I could go on probably about that, but it makes me happy to hear from 
uh, Sarah Gilbert and other members of the cast and that they get some some appreciation as well. Yeah, like any big uh, class, huge classic television hit, it's an ensemble. Absolutely. No one person could stand alone. And I think for Sarah Gilbert especially, she's actually an executive producer on this new Roseanne reboot. So she has a lot invested in this. So she's one of the people who spearheaded this into into being. So Sarah Chalk, by the way, who's, well, I don't know if she's an EP, but she's definitely a producer on the show and she plays one of the Beckys. Well, she doesn't play Becky. She actually was one of the Beckys. Now she's playing... The woman who's gonna be the who's gonna be the host for Becky's egg. Yeah, she. I, egg. Well, what that tells me is Sarah Chalk is probably in the writers' room on this Roseanne reboot. But she, she has a, well, if she has a producer credit. Sometimes in the world of Hollywood, they throw that at, at somebody who's kind of writing uh, in various capacities on the show. So uh, anyway, uh, regardless, my my uh, happiness in this particular moment is is that you know other people are being talked about because as you said. This is an ensemble. Let's move along, shall we? Yes. Behind door number two, let's see what we've got. California girls. Uh, Katy Perry was in Japan. You referenced it in the Dirt Alert update. And uh, she went on a show called Skitty. Uh, and uh, in the process, they somehow got her to put a bunch of chicken nuggets in her mouth. Now, you're going to hear some Japanese. You're not going to have any clue what's going on. But let's listen and then we'll talk about it. All right, so that is Katy Perry on a Japanese television show eating a bunch of nuggets. You can't really hear what's going on. Of course, even if you could, you wouldn't necessarily understand it unless uh, you speak Japanese. Now, I will tell you, having watched it, that, you know, they always do weird things on Japanese TV. It's kind of the fun, right? But uh, in this particular case, she's literally just shoving a bunch of chicken nuggets in her mouth. and, And I don't quite understand other than... She said she likes them, so they brought them for her. That that there was really no reason for her to shove her mouth. The only thing I can think is that she was like, I don't know what else to do because I don't the speak pure Japanese. Spectacle of shoving yeah. chicken nuggets so in your she mouth. She shoves them like chubby bunny style, all <laughs> up in her craw, and then gets to the point where she has to spit them all back out. Which everybody's you know like, ew, gross, that's nasty. Yeah, and they're like, wow, you really like these chicken nuggets, don't you? I it and everyone's laughing at her. Everyone's laughing at her. Which, let's be honest, that's the point. Yeah, of course, it's the point. Yes, I I don't quite understand it, but hey, at least Katy Perry was game. And obviously, she's game for a lot of fun things. She's shoving chicken nuggets in her mouth. She's dressed like Mario and Luigi, maybe doing some Mario Kart on the streets of Tokyo. She's just a modern gal on the go. She's too cute by half, always. All right, moving along from Katy Perry-san. Here's what we have for you behind door number three. Ooh! Bradley. Ooh, Holly. I have found our dream home, and it is an ultra-modern Los Angeles mansion that is owned by the superstar DJ Zed. Ooh, I have no idea what a DJ Zed is, by the way. 
We play some of his music here we on do? my talk. Yeah, okay. we do. I'll, I'll maybe throw up a track later, but... Please throw up a track later. It's like how the kids talk. Is that how they talk? Uh-huh. Yeah. His house is 10,000 square feet, and it's featured wow. in Architectural Digest. It's really cool. It's re- really modern. Yeah, he's 28 years old, a superstar DJ, but the coolest part of his house, Bradley, is the following. Inside his mansion, he has a Costco room. All right, let's have a listen. So this room is one of my favorite rooms in the house. I call it the Costco room. Uh, And the goal for me was to stack everything up with anything I could ever use so I eventually don't have to leave the house. Do you hear that, Bradley? So literally, uh, all he wants to do is shove everything that he ever would need in a room so that he never has to leave the house. I mean, doesn't he know what Amazon is? I mean, you can kind of just have stuff delivered. Yeah, but the whole concept of having a whole room dedicated in your $16 million mansion oh my God. to your Costco room can I ask you so a you can keep items in bulk. Can I ask another question? Then? Please. Wouldn't you be able to build like a store for a million dollars? Okay, not a million, but like, like go with me, like on your property, couldn't you just build like, you know, do a full Barbara Streisand? Yeah. Like, I just feel has like a mall in her basement. I feel like you could just, you know. Although I am intrigued by the idea that I could just walk into my pantry and have everything. You know what I mean? Like I have instead of having to order things on Amazon, like, oh, I forgot to order that. I can literally just walk into my. Yeah, that's the point. Yeah. Also, Zed wants to divide his house into three parts work so he doesn't have to leave his house for work. He's building a music studio in his house. Then he has living quarters and he has a sleeping quarters. Also, Zed, the DJ in a 16 million dollar mansion has a Skittles machine. Where it will customize a Skittle mixture just for you. Ooh, a customized Skittle mixture. And he also has a hibachi grill. Oh, God, I want one of those. Does it come fully staffed or do you have to like do your own hibachi? I think he probably has to outsource the hibachi people. Sort of a master hibachi. Yeah. Situation. But I mean, Bradley, don't you want to move into this house? I, I, I want to move into this house. What is the one thing that you would have in your house of houses? Like the, the dumb, like Barbra Streisand mall in your basement thing what is the thing that holly roberts would have in her dream home i want a soft serve machine i want a soft serve machine easy yeah you totally could Do you want like a uh do you want a reese and irvy's um frozen yogurt robot in your house you should get one of them i hear (laughs) franchise commercials for them all the time so do i no i just want a regular old school soft serve machine i don't need it to be in a robotic form i just want the three cranks where you have the two flavors and then the middle crank mixes them together you know what i want and this is uh the god's honest truth i would come over to your house for ice cream yay but you know what i want and i think you're going to come over to my house for this salad bar I want a fully stocked, constantly updated salad bar, like one that is our like you just show up and everything's chopped and fresh and you assemble your salad for the day. Because wouldn't you just eat salads every day? Well, of course. Yeah. Hey, Bradley, you know, I I got you something that would maybe (gasps) alleviate this problem for you. What? The 60-second salad. Oh, yes! Oh, my God. I still haven't used this. I'm going to bring that home this weekend. Okay, tell me where that 60-second salad is. It's in our office. It's in our office. It's in our office. You could realize your dream of an immediate salad. I'm going to buy iceberg lettuce, a tomato, and an onion. A small one, though. Small enough to fit all at the same time. And I'll take video of it. 
this weekend. Look, you're living your dream, Brad. But seriously, wouldn't you just love a salad bar? Yeah, just make sure there's a sneeze guard on it. Oh, yeah. Although, you know what? It's my salad bar. I ain't got to have a sneeze guard. Yeah, but then I'm not going to come over to your house and eat your stinky old salad. We'll have a temporary one for guests. Hey, when we come back (laughs) today, our good friend Donna's in with all the latest from Hollywood right here on The Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. And she's got all the latest from Hollywood and beyond. It's an unusual voice before the microphone today. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley Show. Here with your Dirt Alert update is one Donna Valentine. Hello. You guys, this is a developing story. As you probably have heard, Arnold Schwarzenegger has undergone emergency open heart surgery. So do we know uh, what led up to this? Well, he went in, okay, he's 70 years old. He went to Cedars-Sinai yesterday for a catheter valve replacement. And we're told that this is somewhat um, experimental. And Uh. so he developed complications. And the doctors were actually prepared in case the catheter valve replacement failed. And they quickly determined that he needed emergency open heart surgery, which lasted several hours. Don't know exactly what those details are. But um, this is not the first time he's gone under the knife for heart surgery. He did have an aortic uh, valve replacement in 1997. And at the time, doctors didn't feel that he needed to have that done. It wasn't urgent. But he decided to do it while he was still young. He said at the time the condition was uh, congenital and had nothing to do with steroids. Mm -hmm. Uh, Right now he's stable and... um, yeah, that's it. I guess I didn't realize that this was like an experimental situation. Well, and, you know, the good news is when you're somebody like Arnold Schwarzenegger, you probably have all the best doctors and all the top uh, people in their Bingo. respective fields. So yeah, he's absolutely. probably in better hands than most anyone. Can I just take somebody to task with this story? Yes. One of you? No, actually. <laughs> the Daily Mail. The oh, headline dear. The headline that came oh, out no. seven minutes ago. What's Arnold Schwarzenegger's net worth? Uh, oh, of course, what the Daily Mail would He's do that. He's not dead yet. Well, here's the way that. Uh, oh my gosh. By the way, do you they, want to know the answer? Um, please. Yes. You want to guess? Um, Two hundred million dollars. Oh, contraire, mon frere. Keep going. Two hundred and ninety-eight point five million. Keep going. Five hundred million dollars. Uh, you're a little. You you overbid. Four hundred million. Not wow. too shabby, right? Yep. I mean, that's, that's what you get when you invest in shopping malls. And yeah, um, and you know, run a state and and do stuff. And he's got all sorts of branded merchandise. Well, all these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP Podcast. Podcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
and like the does whole, he like have commemorative the Arnold plates? Classic? Is he a part of that? Like you know, like all the bodybuilders that's called the Arnold probably. Classic. So he probably gets you know probably some, he's some a businessman. Cash. But listen to the headline from the Daily Mail about Arnold Schwarzenegger. Breaking news: Fears for Arnold Schwarzenegger as he undergoes emergency open heart surgery in LA hospital after failed experimental valve replacement procedure. Yeah, they wow. always little look hospital at the worst. ambulance chaser. Well, so yeah, no kidding. The one thing he does have going for him is he's so fit. Yeah. yeah, you know, and when you're undergoing surgery, that really does uh, work to Help. your advantage. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, he's in stable condition. Sending out good thoughts. Uh, have you guys heard Prince Harry and Meghan Markle are getting married? What? It's true. No, Mazel, oh, you crazy kid. <laughs> have you heard What's how much it's going to cost? Wait, let, let, should we guess again? Oh, okay. Yeah, let's yeah, guess, let's, let's guess. Do you, have a number? Lower. do you have a number? I have an exact number. Okay. This is an estimation. Estimation. Holly, ladies first. Five million dollars. No, oh. Is this U.S. dollars? Are we doing British she'll do pounds? The, she'll do the conversion. Okay, we're doing. We're doing. Um, yes, we're doing U.S. Um, you said how many? I'll say five million. Five million dollars, Bob. I would like to guess three point five million dollars. God, you guys are so low. Forty-four point nine million dollars. Yes. How much money? Wait, what? 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 I know, right? what is that, that include? Be, that better be some good buttercream frosting on that cake. <laughs> like they better get some bomb ass party favors. You guys, no, they're saying that the bulk of it's going to be spent on security. Oh, now that makes sense. Then sure. add in the the dress, the flowers, the food, the drinks. That that comes in 40? at one point four mil. Wow. Yes, because dollars. we're talking snipers. Oh. They're talking about some heavy duty stuff. Well, yeah, I guess they'll probably have some politicians there, yeah, heads was, of state. I was going to say it's not just Megan and Harry, but it's everybody else exactly. who's going to be in attendance at the wedding. All I, right, you'll enjoy this though. Yeah, Bradley, you especially. Thirty six thousand dollars alone will be spent on sausage rolls. Okay, I'm I'm there for sausage rolls. <laughs> Are you going to send your RSVP in the mail? Is that like a is that like a nibble? Is that like a pig in a blanket? Well, a sausage God, roll I think guys. is no like follow up questions. It's it's sausage with do, like dough wrapped around it, yeah, and then sliced like a, or something. But would that be a, a, a like a nibble? Or I think it's an be, appetizer. Okay, all right. Are they doing appetizers or are they doing a? Sit I bet down? that they'll have a nice menu of afternoon savories, Bradley, for cocktail mm-hmm. hour. Can I tell you the best thing ever? And then I'll shut up. We went on a cruise once. You nobody <laughs> wants to hear this, but they had afternoon tea, and I felt so royal. They had little cakes and little oh cake, yes. little things with clotted cream. Did they have the cucumber sandwiches with no crust? No, but they did have no crusties. Yeah, you guys, two thousand. Uh, they're going to have hot tea for the two thousand six hundred and forty members of the public who've been invited. Oh, that's sweet. Elton John is still waiting for him. That's what I was going to ask you because earlier today I saw that he has like cleared his schedule, made himself entirely available, turned down several offers and has not yet heard whether he's going. And Mick Jagger's not, or not Elton John, but Mick Jagger's done the same thing where he cleared the Rolling Stones' schedule just to make sure just in case he got that invitation in the mail, he'd be able to go. I know. Oh, Poor guy. I bet he'll get one. Do we have a a list that's growing? I mean, do we have somebody that's keeping track of all this? Um, Surely some uh, 'er ne'er-do-well blogger somewhere. yeah. Yeah. We'll have to look that up, but it looks like uh, the Spice Girls have been rumored to be the musical guest. I don't the, believe it. I don't either. I don't believe it. Also, can I just, can I ask a question about weddings? Neither of you are currently married, I don't believe. That is correct. Um, at least for show purposes. Um, I'm, do you have a big band, a big name act 
at your wedding? No. I feel like you should never have anybody at your wedding who's that's going to stand you up. Who's right? going gonna... to outshine your, yeah. yeah, outkick your cup. Usually that's the move of oligarchs and other people. They'll spend a million dollars on that's getting, getting an A list act to come and J-Lo. perform. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. All right. And I I don't know if you guys are going to be interested in this, but it really caught my eye because I love a good documentary. And coming up on April 10th on HBO, there's going to be a documentary about Andre the Giant. Oh, I'm so oh, here I for saw this. this. Yeah. Oh, good. Oh, I am I really, really want to see this. Those of us from the 80s can appreciate the love. Superstar. Of I Andre mean, Giant. do you want a peanut? Oh, wow. That's good. Um, So <laughs> he knew, it's kind of sad, you guys. He knew from an early age that he wasn't going to grow into an old man due to his medical condition that uh, had to do with his pituitary gland, I believe. And it's really sad. He didn't want to have surgery to um, help extend his life because he didn't want it to affect his career. It's so sad. So that's going to be April 10th, HBO. It's called Andre the Giant. Thank you, Donna, for doing the Dirt Alert. When we come back, we need a caller to play the 32nd Pop Culture Challenge. 651-641-1071 right here on My Talk 1071. Five questions, 30 seconds. You could win a prize, but only at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley Show. Welcome back. I'm Bradley. Colleen will be back on Monday. I'm here with Holly. And P.S. Donna's still here. She's going to play the uh, Blinded by the Items in a moment. But first, Holly, let's do some 30-second pop culture challenge. 30 seconds. Right, Holly, tell me who's on the phone and what they're playing for. Mary Lee's on the line and she's playing for a MyTalk 1071 Celebrity Spotter t-shirt. Awesome! Mary Lee, the timer's going to begin after I ask the first question. Are you ready? I am. Okie dokie. Here we go. What are the names of Marge and Homer Simpson's three kids? Oh, gosh. Um, Homer, I know, yeah, uh... Oh, gosh. I don't know for sure. Do you want to pass? I'll pass. Snooki and Wow became famous on what reality show? Jersey Shore. The character John James Preston in Sex in the City goes by what nickname? Big. Heidi Klum is from what country? Mm, Germany. Cameron Diaz made... <laughs> ah! Mary Lee! Sorry, sweetheart. You, you got close. Kind of. Not really, she got three out of five. That's that, that's true. Over that's 50%. true. That's true. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's go over the answers. Uh, the correct answers for the first question. Donna, do you want to jump in here? Do you I, know? I think I got him. What are the names of Marge and Homer Simpson's three kids? Bart, Lisa, and Maggie. Okay. And Cameron Diaz made her film debut in what movie? Oh. I would not have gotten I don't know. Sweet Home Alabama. I don't know. (laughs) Um, Whatever. The Mask. Oh, not my my scene. Five questions, 30 (laughs) seconds. You might win a prize, but you got to win. And it's only at 1230 on our show. That's the Colleen and Bradley Show. Now we're going to flip on over to one of our favorite segments. It's called Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Yes. In Blinded by the Item, we look at some of the blind items published on the website crazydaysandnights.net. And our first blind item has to do with a three-named actress. Okay, and uh, Donna is joining us today. So Hi she guys. will be entering her guests as well. Okay. Who are we looking for? A three-named actress. Okay. Oh, I like this. Okay. 
Let's go. This three-named actress, who remarkably is not named Evan Rachel Wood, separated from her longtime husband for a few weeks. Apparently, he is back in the house, but things are shaky. Now, this is an unconfirmed blind item meeting that we're just making our guesses based on the comment section of this blind item. Oh, my God. Three named actress. Oh, I'm so recently much- separated from her long time husband. Um, God, I'm so recently much- separated from her long time husband. OK, so can we get a decade? Is she in her 30s? No. Oh, 40s? No. 20s? 50s. Okay. Okay. So okay. I would say late 40s, early 50s, although here's a clue is that her real age is kind of fudgy. Oh. Oh. Well, it's not Kathy Lee. No, it's a singer, isn't it? Oh, she said an actress, right? Oh, also. No, too soon. Um, Because she is. Yeah. What were you going to say, Tom? I was going to say, first, we should come up with all the three named actresses we can think of. Uh, Joanne Pascal. Um, She's famous. She's also won an Oscar. She's won an Oscar. Marilyn Streep. No. um. Oh, my God. I'm so much better in the car. She won an Oscar for a performance in a musical. Maybe about 10 to 15 years ago. Oh, 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 Barbara oh. Ann Streisand. No, stop. <laughs> no, it's the one with the one. Michael Douglas is... Uh, oh, Catherine Zeta-Jones. Thank you. There you go. Oh, <laughs> yes. God. That was like pulling teeth. But Let, we got it. You got there. Woo! Let me fill in the blanks for you. Catherine Zeta-Jones recently separated from her longtime husband, Michael Douglas, for a few weeks. Apparently, Michael is back in the house, but things are shaky. Oh, that's too bad. I just always felt like they didn't have much of a relationship anyway. Like they were sort of, it was like forced a... Forced kind yeah. of felt. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, it was more transactional, if you will. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, that was our first Blinded by the Item. What else you got? Blinded by the Item. We have an A-plus list, or former, excuse me, former A-plus list, mostly movie actor, who's now A-minus list. We have to think about this guy, a former A-plus list, mostly movie actor who's now considered A-minus list. Okay. Here's our blind item from crazydaysandnights.net. Okay. This former A-plus list, mostly movie actor who actually was the lead a couple of times is A-minus list now. You all know him. Some very big hit movies in his resume. His thing as of late is to send his much, much younger wife to yoga class <laughs> to try to pick up threesome partners. It's not Alec Baldwin. Gross. Because uh, hilarious, she does the yoga. Um, Who, just think of like really horny people. Oh, 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 Matt Damon. No. Oh, didn't, what? Wasn't there a rumor about them having uh, somebody in their relationship? Yeah, but this is a different much person. Much younger, remember? Seriously, yeah, so so you laugh younger. at me, but, so but think about this they're person. freaky too. You know this person, <laughs> you know this person's name, and I would agree that they're A-minus list, and this person is in fact married to a non-celebrity who oh. is much younger than him. Much younger. It's not that Doug Hutchinson again, is no. it? No. <laughs> okay. I mean, good try, Donna. I Thank like you. where you're going with that. Okay. He's very popular. Much younger. He's very popular. What would, uh, okay, so. I would say now he's more popular for his persona 
that he has cultivated later oh, in life. Oh, is it? Oh, Steven Seagal. Uh, oh. Oh wow. Damn, that was a good guess. I must say. <laughs> um, how old is this guy? I would say that he's in his. 60s, oh. mid 60s, oh. late 60s. Oh. Maybe the wife is in her early 30s. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Okay, okay, it's okay. okay. It's okay. Uh, late 60s. Yes. Nothing is coming to mind. I always people, have a hard time with actors. People for some now reason. think he's very handsome in his own quirky way. What kind of movies would we know him from? All sorts of movies, big oh. movies. I'm going to give you one of his big blockbuster movies that they spoke of in this blind item. Jurassic Park. Oh, Jeff Goldblum. Oh, I never would have got that. I just saw him on Watch What Happens Live. He's looking pretty dang hot. Okay, so do the blind item again and then we'll discuss. All right. Jeff Goldblum, his thing as of late is to send his much, much younger wife to yoga classes to try to pick him threesome partners. Okay. Unconfirmed blind item. Why do they have to go to yoga? Emily Livingston. Oh, she is much younger. Oh, he's married? Wow. Oh, man. He's really looking good. And they have a couple of kids together, right? Jeff Goldblum is not looking too bad. He's looking See, there's this thing, and I'm hoping that I benefit from this at some point in my elder years, that, like... Do you like? I feel like people go through this period where they're just kind of ugly and awkward. Yeah, and then Angly. they get to a certain age where they're just like, you're like, oh, what happened? He just blossomed yeah. at age sixty. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm hoping that. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> All right, let's move. All right, we failed on that one. Okay, let's do a confirmed oh. blind item. Blinded by the item. All right, our next blind item from Crazy Days and Nights is uh, about a former B-plus list, mostly television actress with an alliteration for her name. Okay. A former B-plus list, mostly television actress with an alliteration for her name. This former B-plus list, mostly television actress with an alliteration for her name told her ex she was unable to get pregnant, so this should be all interesting this next year. Oh... Oh, she is she pregnant her. then? Is that what That's we're implying? Like. Uh, oh. 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 Now she's a former television actress. She is moving on to other ventures this year. God, it sounds like we should know what she's talking about. Zealand. Like the way she says it, it just makes me think I'm really... Yes, she's doing a career transition this year. Alliteration. Okay. Alliterate, alliteration. Alliteration. Former television actress. Bobby Brown. Tina Turner. Uh, I'm just alliterating. I'm alliterating. When in doubt, alliterate. It's right in front of your noses, you guys. She Uh, is very famous. Okay, very famous. Young, youngish, 30s. 30s, and she's doing a career Lohan or something because she's messed up. Okay. Dee Dee Demop. Oh, jeez. Sugar Shack. Uh, (laughs) No. We are so horrible at this. She is doing a career transition. She was a television actress. Now she's moving on to something a little more public. Oh, 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 with the with the sex in the city. Oh, Uh, Cynthia Nixon. Oh. That's not that's not alliteration. Okay. I don't even know what that word means. (laughs) Like Bobby Brown. Bobby Brown. Bobby Brown. Here, you're alliterating. BBs. Let uh, me give you one last clue. Okay. She's having a big life moment in May. She's have 
Oh, Meghan Markle. Oh, Meghan Markle. Oh, my God. We're done. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Eventually get there. I mean, yeah, after she gives us all the hints. I'm going to fill in the blanks right. for you on this blind oh. item. Meghan Markle told her ex she was unable to get pregnant. So this should all be very interesting oh. the next year. Oh, yeah, because you know those royals, they want you to chop, chop. get down. Yeah, no. The, get and, those babies and she's going. already alluded to the fact that she, you know, because remember they were like, uh, there was some sort of baby item or something that was wherever they were visiting and she's oh. like we'll have to get one of those later oh yeah she's speaking no! with a fake British right. accent okay that was great. that was really fun sorry donna Do you know what brad no we got all three eventually this is like sudoku yeah you know like yeah. it hurts my head yes. it hurts my brain welcome so to my bad. world it's good though because it's stretching no, the muscle. totally right and now i guarantee you you do this like I was taught. We were talking about this off the air that like when you're doing your show prep in the morning, I bet you you refer second, back to some yep, of these stories. Yep, you have a second thoughts about what the it says on the websites. Yeah. Well, thanks, Donna. guys. Thank that you was so much, much for fun. playing. Yeah, thanks, Holly, Donna. Thank you for uh, confusing the crap out of yeah, us. Yeah, Holly, that was amazing. Yeah, you're now, welcome. When we return here on the Colleen and Bradley show, find out why Roseanne cracking knuckles and Easter we're all trending this week when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. So, what exactly did you spend your week Googling and why? Well, guess what? It's time to find out with our good friends from Google. You better see this. There's something new trending. It's time to talk Google Trends with someone who knows what you're looking for. What are all those websites in your search history? With a Google Trends expert, here are Colleen and Bradley. And today we welcome back to the show our good friend Molly Vandenberg. Molly, thanks for being here. Thank you so much for having me. Happy Friday. It's a happy good Friday to you as well. Let's um, kick things off. Shall we, with uh, a show I know many of our listeners are watching, and we certainly have been talking about all week, Roseanne. Definitely. In fact, around 18.4 million people tuned into Roseanne on Tuesday for ABC's reboot of the series. So it was a huge um, viewership. It actually doubled their entire projection. So people were definitely buzzing about this show. So, so what were people Googling exactly about Roseanne? Were they looking at maybe some of the ratings? Like you said, it was it was a much bigger deal, I think, than people were assuming it was going to be. Definitely. I know that I was taken aback by it. And one of the trending questions that we did see was how many people watched Roseanne because people had heard that it had become such a phenomenon and definitely wanted to keep up to date with that latest stat. But then we saw some other questions more so around like the original cast and what was going on there, as well as the fact that 
Dan originally passed away in the original series, which seems to not necessarily be something that happened in the reboot. So people were looking up those plot points and things of that nature. And I imagine in the, I don't know if you sort of paid attention throughout the week at all, but I imagine a lot of people, I've seen some stuff online about um, people wanting to know more about her political beliefs and her craziness on Twitter. I bet that spawned a lot of uh, Googling as well. Definitely, because on the show, uh, Roseanne Barr's character says that she's a Trump supporter and that creates um, some strife within her family and they navigate that together. It's also rumored that President Trump called Roseanne Barr to discuss after the show, so we saw some interest around that as well as is Roseanne a Democrat? Things of that nature were on people's minds this week. Well, Roseanne was something that was definitely on our minds here at My Talk, and I for sure can say that we were Googling about it, but something... That completely fell underneath my radar was knuckles cracking. That is something that was trending this week on Google. Why, Molly, were people looking up knuckles cracking? This is a really interesting one. And it's actually, you know, putting to rest what's almost been a century long debate over why exactly people's knuckles make that somewhat disgusting sound. Because evidently, researchers in the U.S. and in France use a three-part mathematical model to determine the exact cause, and it's due to tiny bubbles collapsing in the fluid of the joint when the pressure changes. Uh, what, do we have any indication, though, why? It, was it because a, a news, that, that science sort of was published this week, or what was the sort of instigator for this, con, uh, this content? Good question, and it definitely was that research that kind of came into fruition and to attention this week, and that's why people were particularly interested. I know that it has been a very long question. I think we've all wondered it at some point or another, but when this shows up on the list, you're kind of like, why today of all days? Yeah, right. And that's really why, is because there's finally a pretty good explanation for it, but we also did see people that were like, but wait, I can't crack my knuckles. Like, what's going on there? And evidently, the study took that into account as well, and if there's a lot of space between the the bones in the knuckle joint, then it won't necessarily have those same sorts of pressure changes and you won't hear that sound. Yeah, I was just looking to see if Holly was trying to do that because I was sitting here trying to make it happen. I always get the occasional one or two that'll pop and it kind of grosses me out. But, you know, everybody's got that friend or family member who's like... (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I think we all know that person. Or have been that person for someone. Oh, absolutely. And, and, and another thing we're, that people were Googling, Molly, I'm asking is uh, there's a lot of myths around cracking knuckles. People saying it's bad for you, that it means certain things. Were people also researching those old wives tales about cracking your knuckles? Absolutely. One of our top trending questions about knuckles cracking was, is it bad to crack your knuckles? Because I know a lot of people say that it'll give you arthritis, things of that nature. And that, you know, necessarily wasn't part of the study. I'm not sure that we have good confirmed answers on that yet. Or if we do, I'm probably not the right person to answer them. But people are always interested in that. Yeah, well, you know... Leave it to uh, humanity to come up with the most random things to Google in a week. But that's why we've got you, Molly Vandenberg, from Google. Now, the last thing on the list is uh, happening, will happen this weekend, Easter and Passover. Tell us how people have been Googling around this holiday. You've got it. No surprise here. Definitely some big holidays for families across the country. So both Easter and Passover were trending. Easter happening this Sunday and Passover kicking off at the end of this week. 
And generally, when we see things about holidays, we see people research the origin of the holiday and why it's celebrated, particularly if it's not a holiday they celebrate themselves. It's always helpful to have context. And then the other thing on everyone's mind, I know on mine a lot of the time, is food and recipes. So that's another way that we saw people really engage with Google this week. Did you have any, um, do you have any indication of like, you know, the recipe or the food item or anything foodie that people have been Googling extra special for uh, the week of Easter and Passover? Definitely. On the Easter side of things, how to boil eggs for Easter is always a food-related inquiry. You know, got to get those decorated eggs. So that one ties in, as well as things like carrot cake, different pies, and scalloped potatoes actually being the number one recipe search for Easter. And then on the Passover side of things, you definitely have matzah, cherosit, brisket, um, maror, those sorts of things that are very traditional to the holiday and come up again and again. Oh my God, now I want yeah. scalloped potatoes yep. and everything else you just mentioned. Molly, thank you so much for being with us and hey, have a great uh, Easter and Passover weekend. You as well. Thank you so much for having me and I'll talk to you next week. All right, that's Molly Vandenberg from Google telling us uh, what we spent our week Googling Where and most importantly, potatoes. Oh, I just love oh, scalloped yeah. potatoes. Remember though, like brisket. growing up, were you in a family? Because my mom sort of figured out how to cook later in life when I was like in high school. So for the most part of my life, things came out of a box a lot of times. And you know, whenever we had scalloped potatoes, it was always out of a box. Me too. Yeah. All right. Good company. Hey, when we come back, if you could reboot any TV show or movie, I mean, we're talking about all these reboots and most of them were like, meh. But if you had your druthers, if you had your pick, what TV show and movie would it be? 651-641-1071. We're talking reboots that we actually want when we return right here on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071.